Hey everyone, welcome back to Jenna Juxtaposed. I'm Jenna. This is my blog's podcast form where I read you guys my blog post every week and give you a little bit more context slash unfiltered thoughts slash me trying to put together sentences while talking alone in my room um, while I notice a hair, a ball of hair in my carpet that I want to go pick up, but I can't because I'm doing this instead. That's going to bother me so much, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm a little bit behind on my episodes, and so I'm going back a couple weeks, and this week's episode, or a couple weeks ago episode, is about how to be happy. Yeah, I tackled a big, big question. Someone asked me it a long time ago, and I literally, like, could not stop thinking about it since. Like, I, it just, the fact that also someone, like, thought that, like, I had the answer to it was, like, really funny to me. Um, it was on, like, an Instagram question thing, and I was like, uh... (laughs) But such like a real question at the end of the day, I think a lot of our questions about life go back to this, like how to be happy, how to find joy, how to be content, like all that wrapped up together. So that's what I attempted to answer and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. All right. Somebody asked me this question a long time ago and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. My initial answer was, aim for God and you'll get happiness. Aim for happiness and you won't get either. I don't know where I got those words, but they served as my very simple theology for when it came to happiness. Searching for happiness is not a new idea. Aristotle said, happiness is the meaning and the purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence. Now let's hop into why that might not be our sole meaning and purpose according to scripture. Why our lives can't just be about happiness. For me, happiness can be defined as that feeling while doing something that is fun and feels good, like going on a water slide or eating a really good meal with my friends. I believe God filled this world with many, many things that will bring us happiness, but I don't think he created those things to be the end-all, be-all source of our joy. He is our source. I believe that we can only appreciate the good things in life when we realize that they are only a mere reflection of the goodness of God. I want to read that again. I believe that we can only appreciate the good things in life when we realize that they are only a mere reflection of the goodness of God. We can't make happiness our ultimate goal because that is not always going to be around. So much of our lives are filled with mundane things like washing the dishes or going to a job that's not your favorite or changing diapers or brushing your teeth or insert your least favorite chore here. We miss out on so much we only live for the moments when everything is exciting and fun because that might only be 20% of our lives, if we're being generous. Instead of searching for happiness, we have to bring it with us. How? The way I've cultivated my own happiness is by spending the most time with the happiest person in the universe, Jesus. I don't remember where I saw it, but somebody asked me if I pictured Jesus, I pictured him smiling. I realized I didn't. I reflected on that a lot, and I see him so differently now. He is happiness. But not just that. He is the epitome of the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God could have come into flesh as a rich, powerful, highly status dude, except he didn't. He lived humbly. His life was not about happiness, it was about others. If his life was about the pursuit of his his own individual happiness, he would have not died on the cross. The most uncomfortable, unpleasant way to die, kind of the opposite of happy. Jesus is the perfect example that we were not created only to experience happiness and joy. That alone is not what makes our lives valuable and meaningful. Instead, Jesus shows us another way, servanthood. We have to find our happiness in the Father so we can do the dirty, grimy stuff with joy. It shows us how mature of a believer we are when we are we willingly serve other people because it's not about us anymore. It is not just about how we feel. It is about how we can fragrantly, 
that was hard to say, fragrantly show the aroma of Christ to everyone else to draw them closer to God, which brings both us and God, that person, happiness. What a beautiful cycle. Happiness is not a byproduct, but a goal. Don't take my word for it. Eleanor Roosevelt said, happiness is not a goal. It's a byproduct. For what keeps our interest in life and makes us look forward to tomorrow is giving pleasure to other people. It's about others. Jesus washing feet. As I get older, I am more in awe of Jesus' character on display in this story. He began washing the disciples' feet before he got arrested a few chapters later. He could have used this time more effectively and preached to more cities or even taught his disciples another parable. Instead, he washed the dirt between their toes. Jesus gave up his life and his day-to-day living before his crucifixion, too. It was not just a big grand gesture at the end of his life. It's what each day of his life looked like. Okay, so here's the passage of John 13. Just a little bit of it. When he had finished washing their feet, he had put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as to what I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So you can go ahead and read the rest of the passage of John 13, but I just wanted to include this quick excerpt. Um, If Jesus lived in pursuit of his own happiness, which is what the world teaches us to do, he would have never died for us because that was the ultimate act of servitude. Servitude is the opposite of selfish. It puts our own needs on par with the behind or behind the needs of others. This might feel uncomfortable at times and not enjoyable in the moment, but it pushes us to realize that we do not exist for ourselves. It makes us realize how much we rely on other things to bring us happiness when it can actually be found in the beautifully mundane, like washing your friend's toes. Happiness, when it is true, is not about self, but it's about everyone else instead. And just like how Jesus invites his disciples into deeper servitude, that invitation is extended to us as well. When we live in communion with God and with others, we will find happiness that will follow us wherever we go. It's the byproduct, not the goal. All of Jenna. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode all about how to be happy. So I try to tackle this pretty big question. Um, As you can see, the answer is Jesus being our perfect example, which I think is the answer to a lot of our questions. Um, But yeah, reflect, think, do I think of Jesus as a happy, a happy man? Or do I just think of him as, oh, he's God and he's serious and stoic and all this? Like, no, he's like the happiest, most joyful person in the universe. And um, something that has helped me kind of see him that way is watching The Chosen, which is a uh, TV show that you can access for free if you just like look up The Chosen. Basically, it's just like a TV show where they uh, basically have a cast of like Jesus and like his disciples and they go through basically the story of um, Matthew. And it is so good. And you can just see like how happy Jesus is. And like, of course, it's like a TV show. But just being able to like see his character like on screen. I think especially like our generation, we just are so used to like watching TV and movies and stuff like that. Um, It's such a good way to be able to experience and visualize um, Jesus and his disciples in a new way. So I totally recommend that. But I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Uh, Blessings to you all. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.